This is Simon from Based, and you're listening to the Metal Teddy Bear Experience podcast. Yo. And welcome back to the Metal Teddy Bear Experience podcast right now. This is your host, Chris. You got my boy, Jesse. What's up, man? Yo, How you doing? how's it going? We have a special guest today. We have Simon, the vocalist of Based. What's up, man? How you doing? What's up? I'm doing fine. How about you? <laughs> Pretty good. Uh, as we ask all our uh, guests on the show, where are you calling in from right now? I'm calling from uh, Aarhus, uh, Jutland, Denmark. <laughs> the dark Jutland, as we call it here in Denmark. So, oh, damn. perfect place Sweet. to be. We're uh, based out of New Jersey over here. Um, we Before this, we were talking about the winds over here. And as you said that, I, I don't know if you guys uh, came up with the wind. I, the thing just rattled again. I think it, it, may, it might be my window. Uh, probably. You'll probably need new windows. But as as, as long as you're, you're not like cold, then you need new, new windows. Yeah, More isolation. Good. Yeah, I got I got a window. I got like a screen, a glass screen. I guess it fell out of like the socket or whatever, and just like I, just oh, anytime no. it wins, it just sounds like a horror movie. It's like wah bam, wah bam, bam, wah bam, wah bam, wah bam, wah bam. I like to sleep. He's haunted. Love that. Yeah, it's like wait a minute. Is someone breaking <laughs> into my car. Wait a it's like, What happened? Oh, <laughs> well, uh, let's drop. You say that. you're sleeping in your car. No, it's like someone breaking into my car. It's like, yeah, it's so loud. Sometimes I might sleep in my car. I'm like, you know what? I'm just yeah. gonna take a blankie out there, just lean it back. So, yeah. Well, you guys dropped a brand new album, Necro Sapiens, March 5th via Citri Media. How excited are you for this record, yeah. this release? Very, very, very excited. We just released it yesterday, and uh, and the day before we um, we played a, a, a sh- an, an award show, a Danish award show, and uh, and played on national national tel- uh, broadcast national television. Yeah, it was broadcasted on national television. Uh, obviously, this awesome. this Gaffa Awards uh, it is called. So I couldn't find a better way in these circumstances to uh, to release an album playing on live tv <laughs> so uh, we're quite stoked about this um it's it's uh, right now i think the most based sounding album uh, considering to the two others not that the two other albums uh isn't based sounding but i think this is the most defined and most like matured based wise album so uh, we're quite stoked about it totally overwhelmed by the positive reaction that's great, man. And that, going on national TV, that's really cool. I mean, uh, so how is the metal scene there with like national like uh, coverage and all that? Like for us, like you wouldn't see bands like, you know, based or, you know, Gozier or anything like you only get like the Metallica's, you know, those the big bands on TV. Yeah, exactly. It's it's quite strong. And I, I believe it's also more um, it's it's more popular. Uh, I guess uh, based wise, I think we've struck a nerve or hit a nerve um, in terms of, of getting popularity. That's that's quite strange as a metal, but I think there's I think there's a lot of room for that for for the regular Danish people. I guess we also uh, we've also 
acted in a, uh, a TV documentary uh, following from also national broadcast television in four episodes, I guess so, um, which was uh, on TV like one year and a half ago. Uh, and we've played like morning shows uh, uh, and talk shows as well in Denmark. So um, I, I guess it has reached um, a great popularity. It's, it's a strong scene here. It's a small but very strong scene. And I believe right now the, it's, it's uh, also internet. It's also looked upon in international eyes as as um, as something interesting. Uh, there's been a lot of other Danish bands that has been signed on uh, on international uh, uh, labels, uh, such as uh, Mull as well is is also a Danish like a shoegaze uh, act. Uh, Jotun has just been signed on uh, Metal Blade Records. Jotun, yes. uh, a very a progressive uh, metal act, yeah. Yeah. Uh, awesome you should check it out yep. if you haven't heard about it uh, we have uh, like a dark um, deathcore uh, uh, a band called um, Cabal which has toured the US uh, last year I remember they took the, the tour uh, just a couple of they came home a couple of weeks before the pandemic actually um, uh, went Damn. out and uh, You know, uh, we also have like uh, a retro bangers, like uh, Merciful Fate is is, is Danish. Uh, King Diamond comes from the Merciful Fate uh, franchise. We had Hate Sphere, uh, which is from Aarhus, where I'm from as well. Uh, Ill Disposed, which is also a death metal act from here. It's it's a strong scene, but right now this it seems that there is a new generation of bands um, being stronger and are willing to to do also the you know, the business part of, of being a band. And I think that's the, the problem that that the Danish metal bands had, has had uh, throughout the years and has been a bit in the shadows of of, of the Norwegian and the, and the Swedish scene because they have had such an impact, uh, both like culturally, but also like business uh, minded. And I don't think that the, the Danish metal scene has had... Um, Uh, like it, it's had the culture, but not a defined culture uh, for metal. But I think right, it's the time right now. There's something interesting going on. Yeah, you guys got bangers. Like just like you're like you're at new album. I just like you know went through it a few times. Awesome. You know you got all these new bands coming mm -hmm. out. And what do you mean by business wise? Do you mean like having a defined act, like you were saying, like kind of like I think it's Swedish, kind of the Swedish death metal, kind of like a, like you know Norwegian black metal, and just like Danish didn't have like a set band or genre that they took over. Is that what you mean by business, or do you mean on like the record label side? <clears throat> I mean the record uh, label side uh, right now. I think there's so much going on uh, sound wise, and and it's it's hard to create your own like sound. But uh, business wise, like uh, communicating on platforms and with the uh, with the labels and stuff like that. I think that way business. Awesome. Uh, I think, yeah. Yeah, that's good. I think good that's interesting oh, <laughs> because. Uh, no worries. <laughs> um, I think that's interesting to to follow that uh, because I I understand why uh, why bands didn't have that mindset at that time because the the I think the 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 music uh, business and industry was kind of in a change. So I, I I don't know if 
if it was um, uh, I, I don't know if people or, or the bands actually knew what to do and how to to act but I think there's a lot of information and uh, and I think uh, and I think the the people in the business is, is knows what to do and, and knows how to communicate that out and to communicate with the bands at, uh, at that point. So um, okay. I guess we're ready for that. And, uh, and ambition, ambitions are high right now. We set like pretty, had pretty high ambitions from the start uh, to go do this. So uh, I guess, I guess that's why we're, yeah, in, in, in such a, uh, interest from uh, from the international scene right now well it's, it's good to hear because you know more music you know never a bad thing especially good music you know so i'm glad to hear that yeah, exactly. well you guys are now with century media can... records i mean that's like a heavyweight mm-hmm. label right there like they're one of the big ones like you always yeah. hear about nuclear blast century media roadrunner you know they're up there um how did that yeah. relationship form like how did you guys meet and how did you guys get together um we had we were playing a showcase festival back in uh, in 2018 start 2018 um like we were without label at that time and like we had some da- a danish booking agency at that time but we had the, a lot of interest from the danish scene so a lot of people were willing to help us um Back then, we had our first album, Dance Macabre, was already, it was not released, but it was, uh, it was recorded, and we were kind of ready to, to touch that up. But uh, a friend of ours was coming to us and saying, uh, he's been in the business for a long time, he was working, he has been working as a manager for uh, Volbeat, and he was saying, oh, stop, um, we should look for an international label, to put it this out, because I think this is worth more than just you just releasing it uh, DIY. So, um, and uh, we played this showcase festival. It's called Coven Hill Freezes Over. We have a metal festival in Denmark, uh, the biggest metal festival at this time, uh, called Coven Hill. And that creates, that festival creates a, a big kind of platform for Danish bands to also get a like voice outside uh, the Danish borders. And uh, so we were playing this and uh, we knew that uh, the former um, like uh, uh, artist and, and uh, relations A&R manager uh, was from, from Century Media was at the place so uh, the CEO of Coburn Hill was like he was the guy A&R guy was, was ready to leave and then uh, uh, the CEO from, from, uh, from Coburn Hill freezes over was just like hey you should listen to this. Uh, this is kind of cool. And I think you'll be interested in this. He watched uh, watched us and was completely blown away and was up in our faces like, we should make a deal right here, right now. Maybe not right now, but uh, <laughs> let's discuss. And then we, we, went, to, uh, we went to Germany uh, and, and spoke to the guys. You know, it's, it's good to meet up eyes to eyes, you know, and discuss things and what we want and what they want. And, you know, to... Uh, to, to get the vibe, you know. And uh, after a while, after some business talk and some rewriting a couple of things in, 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 the, uh, in the contract, we made a deal and uh, was signed, I believe, March 2018 on Century Media. 
Damn. Yeah, dude. That's a huge compliment cool. for like a label of that magnitude to come up to you guys really? and be like, we want you. We want you on our <laughs> roster. You know, you guys killed it. Yeah. You guys yeah, like man. shocked? Yeah. Did you kind of expect it in a way? Like, what was your feeling? I think our mindset was quite like, this is business, man. So we have to like proceed working, man. And after that, it's party time. <laughs> Let's celebrate. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, so we were kind of stoked, but also kind of like, oh, we just have to like, uh, uh, like get the pulls down and we have to, to keep, uh, keep cool in this, you know, um, because we have to do business first. And uh, we're, but, you know, we were so stoked. And after a while, we also got, got some other offers from, an, from other big labels. Got an offer from, from Napalm Records at that time. Um, also, so we knew, okay, we're doing something right here. And I think people are impressed. Uh, let's do this proper. And, uh, but uh, I, I knew we, we'll, like, we wanted to... to, to uh, to do to to do a contract with uh, with Century Media, pretty much it was only setting you know uh, setting the the things on our terms um, first of all. Are you guys locked in for like a lot of like three albums? Usually, I feel like that's like the the standard is like a three album. Uh, four albums, four four options. Uh, the first, but uh, yeah, let's see uh we like uh, it has changed a bit uh they've changed like uh, personnel because they've moved their offices from uh, from dortmund uh to uh, to berlin so there was a change of of um of your yeah, personnel but we've uh, built a very very good relationship with the new guys and still also have a good relationship with the older guys uh, right now so let's see what's happening but um yeah, it's crazy too. It's yeah, like like, like you. you said, it must have felt amazing, especially to like, I can't imagine for like you know, there's not many, there's not much better uh, labels to get like after an extreme metal band than Century Media and Napalm. Like, that's unbelievable. Yeah, when you get popular, you know, it's just, it's it feels it's it feels weird that that these big guys actually get their eyes up for us, you know. But yeah. um, we we're, we're so so grateful. And uh, and for that they they wanted us uh, as well. So yeah. Well, just going back to the record right now, Necro Sapiens. Um, with this album, mm. which which track really speaks to you? Which one are you really uh, gearing towards to play live? Uh, all of them, man. <laughs> um, it has to be one that sticks I, out. You know, it, <laughs> it's 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 varied you know uh it's it's a varied album they these uh, i think it's the, also the most uh, like dynamic uh, and and uh, diverse album as well because every track is it's kind of its own but it still has like a, a red thread through it all uh and they're like uh, built together sequely um i think my favorite kind is is uh genesis uh the last single it's it's uh it's very melodic it has this like uh like 80s uh metal or 80s rock vibe to it but still <laughs> like explodes completely uh and i really like it and also uh, the parts the vocal parts is is built up kind of in its own way and and i think that's 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 yeah it's it's awesome i think that's my favorite but 
uh, a, a track like uh, Towers of Suffocation is is something completely else than that that based uh, would do. But it's it's a part of yeah what based is now, and I really really dig that. Uh, I will say though, I agree with you on Genesis. I think I know there's like a 30, 40 second little like intro track before, but you know Genesis being basically the real opener of the album. It's just such a slow build into just. You know, once those vocals come in too, it's like such an awesome build, and then it hits with those like monsters. Lost, like Jesus Christ! <laughs> like, exactly, exactly, man, exactly. It builds up in its own dynamic way, and uh, man, when when uh, when the drums, that you know, the slow drums that that kicks in to 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 that kind of melody, and uh, and after that, when when the drums, the double drums explode, man, my. Metal boner is completely standing, <laughs> <laughs> and you know we we uh, we played that song in in the uh, during live TV, and man, like knowing that that uh, uh, a lot of people was watching, and uh, yeah, yeah, that that felt so fucking good, <laughs> dude, so satisfying, a, dude. What a song to show people too. Yeah, really. Yeah. Like Chris was saying, yeah, yeah we don't get you don't get that oh, in America. You know, you have like we, you know, before COVID, you had some award shows that were on the internet that were for metal and stuff, but you don't like have like the teen, like was it like the Teen Choice Awards comes on, it's like, hey, by the way, Suicide Silence, yeah. it's just like that, <laughs> nah, just doesn't happen. <laughs> it's like I couldn't imagine go turn TV know, on exactly. and hearing Genesis. I'm like, what the? F-? All I right, <laughs> I. I know Slayer has played like a couple of shows at Saturday Night Live back in the time. Yeah, but I guess there isn't room for that now. I don't know. Nah. It's, yeah, it's it's also like compared. It's like you just like, but that's it. Like you you have to be literally a genre changing metal band to get on TV here. Like yeah. you literally had to be like goat level, like wow. Slayer Metallica. I feel unless like you're like one of those like that sounds. You know, like maybe like a kill switch that or slipknot square, because they have like a little bit of singing, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's like, yeah. Well, it's you have like little, uh, yeah. Seth Myers. Yeah. Like with Seth Myers, late night with Seth Myers, he's actually been really cool. The producer for that show loves metal. So he's yeah. been having guest yeah. uh, drummers on. So like he had Braun oh, from cool. Mastodon. He had, uh, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. I think Gene Hogan from, you know, so many bands, Testament, Opeth, Strapping Young Lad. I think cool, he was man. on it. Yeah, he has like guest yeah. people come on to play the drums for his band. So at least like metal's getting that a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess so. I, I I guess we need like more guys that like are producing and behind the scenes uh, on those shows. Then we yeah. could get some more metal into yeah into the to the television. You know. Yeah, it's also just different worlds. Yeah. Like I remember like being around people that aren't in the metal. They're like into like. You know, like rap or dance music, and it's just like putting on, I yeah, exactly. put on like a little, not even like that heavy, put on a little bit. And it's just like, yo, what is this? Like, it's just like it almost disrupts the energy yeah, of the room. Exactly. I'm like, all right, guys, whoa, whoa, guys, it's a good tune. It's a good tune, guys. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. calm down. And I'm like, yeah, uh, you know, people have to come on their own, like, you know, have have like an older brother like mine who showed me metal or something. It's like when you're just at a party and you just blast on some bass, they're like, what happened? To, what happened to the dance music? It's like, no, it's uh, brutal, dude. Bang your head, bro. It's awesome. Mosh. You want a mosh? What am I? No, okay. Yeah. <laughs> ah, okay. <laughs> so you said you play this award show. Are shows going on right now in Denmark, or is there like um, venues open, uh, limited capacity? What's the scene? No, um, they actually 
um, uh, they were kind of like a, a bit tilting of, uh, of actually going through with the show. But it was without an audience uh, and it was only broadcasted uh, live. And uh, they wanted to go through it because they, they, could, uh, they could manage to, to operate it. And uh, they had a plan for it from the start. And they were like, we're doing this. Uh, no matter what, without or with uh, the audience, it's it's a kind, of, it's a big magazine. Um, it's it's the biggest Danish music magazine uh, at this time. So so they could uh, they could manage to do it, and uh, it was actually a, a cool show. It was it was great. It was great host and and had some like sequel uh, and and some some great actually also polit political uh, like issues stated on uh, on it uh, and and some great performances danish performances most uh, mostly where we were one of them uh, at the time so it, it went quite well in spite of no audience um yeah. but you know yeah i i think uh, it's all because it's always every every year it's it's broadcasted on on live television so i think that made it possible to to uh, to go through if if there has not been any uh, broadcast, I, I I don't think they would have went through with it, but uh, they did, and they, it, it was a great show. And right now, for us in uh, U.S., Texas, and Mississippi have opened um, venues, and basically there's no mass mandate, so it's up to the businesses no? if they want to host venues with like full capacity with masks, ten percent. Mm -hmm. Like it's up to them right now, and there's kind of like a little debate about it of saying mm -hmm. if that's safe or not. So, like, you guys being in a band, would you guys play a show if Denmark just opened up, no mass, full capacity, everything? I think it depends on on the capacity because it is it should be in it first. But of course, we want to sell tickets, uh, and if we can't sell those amounts of tickets that we should get paid for, it, then then I don't know. But it, it it depends on 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 the terms, but right now we have found like a, a, a better solution, which is we have not found a better solution. We don't think we never think that uh, that cancellation is a good solution or postponing. Of course, postponing is better than cancellation. Yeah. But for right now, when the insecurities on on the market and to open up, um, I think that's the best way we can do it. So I think next shows will be fall or late summer. Uh, we don't know, but it depends on on the venues as well. And and uh, I, I I think we would rather play for a, a full like a full amount of capacity rather than a, a, yeah a fragmented part of the capacity. But yeah. You know, we just really want to play, and uh, and if if they manage to set up uh, a great spot uh, which can get some capacity, and we'd we'd die to <laughs> we'd die to 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 play that. Of course, yeah. I mean, a lot of bands are itching to play right now, you know, because touring is so important for bands to succeed. You know, that's where you get most of your money. I mean, yeah, you sell merch and stuff like that, but a lot of the merch is sold at the mm. shows too. So I know a lot of bands are, are actually thinking about exactly. not going back on tour when this all opens up either. They're like, you know, we don't know how shows are going to be. Mm -hmm. We don't know if it's going to be the same capacity. Like you said, ticket sales, if all the shows are going to come, they might just hold off another year. And mm -hmm. just like a lot of people had to get day jobs too. So they might just stick with that. And actually not as many bands might come back. And I find that a little, 
you know, concerning in a way. Yeah, I understand that, um, but it. Uh, I think I think you have to be optimistic in 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 that uh, that thought, and and I think it's just a swift of of uh, of pessimism. Uh, I guess so. So I guess you have to hold up the optimism. We we're ready to to play shows as well, and and in some time they're ready to open up um, the venues, and I think the venues will open up with with the rights uh, when the time is right and with the right like circumstances and to to hold uh, a good audience and also hope that uh, that uh, the the governments will will also pay the the cultural institutions for. Uh, yeah, for for the loss, uh, all in all. So, yeah. I hope so. I don't know about your uh, <laughs> yeah uh, your government, but there's a lot of focus in 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 the Danish government of trying to do that. It's it's going a bit slow, and they're quite confusing about like uh, to communicate it out. But I think uh, all in all, I think people here are too willing to go to concert and will get so pissed if if they don't. Um, create like an economical uh, uh, how do you call it relief yeah. a relief yeah, yeah. Uh, for for, uh, for the venues no I, I also I, I also think most of the venue you know, a lot of venues here in Denmark are also con not controlled but but uh, they have uh, uh, they're, they're like national they're governmental uh, uh, um, yeah uh, relieved uh, as well so so i think i think also the government is interested in keeping up the the business around uh, the live scene maybe they get their eyes up for that now uh because uh, they see how much how important and how meaningful it is for people uh to to go to concerts and to uh, to go out and 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 and, and, and see and, and use the, the cultural institutions as well. So, yeah. Yeah. And also like, I feel like got like, uh, you know, some governments too, even if they didn't care about the art or whatever, it's just like, if they only see money, it's like concerts bring in money. They bring in people, they buy stuff, they go to restaurants and bars around the venue, you know, like even if they didn't care exactly. about the cultural impact, it's like, come on, saves, you know, gives jobs. It's just like, I feel like a lot of governments, like maybe the U S government doesn't see that as often. But it's just like when you have a couple hundred yeah. to a thousand people come around an area, it's like they're going to buy stuff regardless. Like it might not be all of them, but it's like, yeah, exactly. you know, so I'm glad to hear that they're mm. trying to do that because, you know, I can't imagine what those shows are going to be like when they first open. Like I try to put myself no, in no, a show, whether it's like next month, a yeah. year from now, whenever shows happen. I don't know. I'm just like trying to imagine that frame because I've been to hundreds of shows. I can't imagine going almost a year and a half, two years of like, just not having the option be like, well, and that's yeah. just going to, I can't imagine playing it. <laughs> I can't imagine like what you guys are feeling. Like, no, exactly. Like crap. We've, we've tried, we've tried to, uh, to play shows. We try, we played a show back in, in September where the restrictions weren't that hard and it was still uh, like legally, uh, it was still legal to play an outside show for, I think it was 250 people. So we were playing this venue. There's like a, um, uh, like a, a city garden uh, in the middle of all uh, a very cool place in Copenhagen and uh, it was kind of filled out uh, 250 people came there and it, it was cool people had to sit down and and uh, and all that 
it was weird, but it was cool at the same time. It was it was another another vibe with the music, uh, but it felt a bit weird. Um, but I think at that time we were so eager to play that show because we haven't been playing for yeah for a long time at that time. Yeah. So we were just like felt lucky to to even get to play this job. But yeah, I'd rather play a full like capacity venue show other than that, like a limited. Also for metal, because I don't think bass is the kind of band you sit there and clap, yeah. golf clap for when you're done between songs. Oh, nice. Thank oh. you. Cool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. But, you know, metal fans are like, their vibe is, is never just like, uh, it's always yeah. like, yeah, fuck yeah, take a sip of the beer and like, uh, fuck. even so, sitting yeah. down, you know. So, yeah. So it's you know that's that's the that's still you can't take the personality from, from yeah. the, you know a metal audience. That one guy in the back that just screams way louder than everyone. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ex- <laughs> Ex- exactly, exactly. You can't take that out, that out from the metal uh, audience, man. <laughs> so it still feels cool, and people are still yelling. They're not like. Yeah, even if they sit down. <laughs> That's good to hear. I just assumed if it happened in America, people would immediately give up. They were like, I remember people were saying, like, there's talks. We live near New York City, and there was talks of shows coming mm-hmm. back. And I would be like, oh, I might mm-hmm. do, like, a fine system if you didn't follow, like, the, the, the protocol of, like, being distant and people tried to start mosh yeah. pits or something. I was like, the venue would be shut down immediately. Yeah. It's like, people, I can't imagine a New York crowd yeah, just getting exactly. wasted and then just being like, no, <laughs> stay apart. Nothing. It just looked like a very yeah. awkward yeah. open pit. There would just be five dudes hugging and immediately taking yeah, their ass didn't off. Didn't <laughs> know what to do or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. It's, I, I couldn't imagine like taking the dogmas and and like uh, the rules for for a metal show out of of a metal show. That would be completely weird yeah. and awkward. As it would be say. very goofy. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, look at this shit. Yeah, what the fuck? That looks cool. Wait, what is that? Oh, that's something I found. I, I clicked it by accident. I don't know if I know how to turn it off, though. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shoot. Let me see how to turn this off. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Up. You watched that video with the politicians? Like, he had a filter on. Oh, they the were cat? having, like, a, a, yeah. uh, the cat. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> the, a cat. Broadcast <laughs> television. Yeah. Luckily, yeah. it's it's not a cat or something. That would be yeah. weird. Oh my! Yeah, that's the best. <laughs> it turns like uh, I I don't yeah. know what happened. Uh, I am not a cat. Uh, no. Like just like he just says, I was like, oh my god, this guy doesn't even know. It. Like it's so long. I can't believe he said that. I, I I'm not a cat. <laughs> and they were completely like cold. Yeah. Stone faced oh, man. Bro. They were just keeping the cool. Through, yeah. I, w- I would have all business fucking <laughs> teared myself up. <laughs> yeah, all business. Yeah. But you know uh, what the, the other two guys shoot, were thinking? Like, I would have laughed myself to death. The other two guys were thinking, glad it ain't me because I don't know how to turn it off. They were just like, that could have been me. Thank yeah, God. Really. Yeah. <laughs> 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 all right. Oh, so no. we, have a, we have a nice little segment that we call Get to Know the Band. And this time we're going to get to know Beast. So uh, we yeah. asked you a couple of questions, and you tell us which band member, uh, you know, best relates to this. So question number one, who is the band member that needs their alone time? They kind of need their space the most. I think uh, it uh, – I 
Oh, that's a hard question. I think it, it goes on to, I think, uh, I think it would be Sven or it would be Sebastian. Uh, when on tour, Sebastian is, is, is the, mo- the guy who, who can sleep the longest time. I've never seen anybody <laughs> sleep the longest. And he says like, he's actually awake, but he, he's, he's not allowing himself to move out of, of, the, of the bunk. <laughs> in the bed. So he's just like laying there, staring in, in, in the ceiling. And I'm like, nope, I'm not, a, not getting out here. I just, he, he tries, he, try, he's, he's, he closes his eyes and then just like <laughs> pretends he's asleep. Not only for us, but also for himself. I don't know. That's the weirdest thing, man. That's <laughs> funny. You that's know, everybody question. needs their like alone time at some point. Yeah. That's actually another <laughs> yeah, question sure. we like to ask. It's uh, who's the guy most likely found sleeping? Yeah. So you answered it right there. You answered two and one right there. I've <laughs> already answered it. It's, it's Sebastian. <laughs> also, that's, that's two drummers Good in drummer. a row that were the yeah, guys found sleeping room. yeah last last interview yeah. they were like yeah the drummer yeah it's like it's like damn all right <laughs> all right drummer, i don't know what it's about it man yeah. uh all right who's the funny guy on tour who's the the funny guy in the group shit we're all funny uh, <laughs> probably also the <laughs> we have so much fucking fun you know internally internal humor you w- wouldn't understand the word but we have this this fucking vibe. Uh, I think it's the drummer again. I must say, he he, 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 he says he says the weirdest shit, man. He just goes around saying shit all the time, and uh, it's <laughs> fuck, man. <laughs> I can't even think about it. You know? Sebastian's crushing it too. Yeah, really. Two so, is he like witty? Yeah. Do you guys do pranks? Kind of. You guys, just, how is it cut the dynamic? I don't know. We just say fucking stupid shit. And <laughs> fun of each other and I don't know. We're like, we're not making like pranks or uh, like practical jokes or anything like that. We just say a lot of shit, internal shit that nobody <laughs> fucking understands. It's and and it's, it's horrible because it, it, it feels, it feels so excluding. I don't know if, if it feels excluding for anybody else, but I feel like I'm excluding everybody else because it's 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 just it's just our our vibe. Our <laughs> we say so much shit to each other and we just understand the vibe. Yeah. We're the only ones that understand. So sorry. It's not to exclude <laughs> you, but it's just so funny for us. <laughs> Did you guys grow up with each other? Like have you guys known each other for like 10, 20 years or something like that? No, no, uh, but we just immediately found this vibe that that we found so fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it is pretty funny I, to I drop. Think the other guys knew each other from 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 high schools. Some of them knew each other from high school. And uh, the guitarist and and the drummer played in a band before, but a long time before. But uh, else, not. Okay. Well, uh, who's the guy, who's the member that's most likely to complain about something? Who's like the negative Nancy? Uh, I, th- I think that could smartly be, oh, we, we also good at complaining, uh, but <laughs> no, I, I don't, I don't, I think we're mainly a positive band. Uh, most of all, 
because we we feel when we're on tour we've seen that like a lot of people like complaining about shit and we're like we we're on tour man we're on an, an international tour we have <laughs> nothing to complain about actually so we're kind of like we're good band actually working with because we're so grateful and and we're willing to work with people we really like to work with people on the venues and behind the scenes and on tour uh and we will make it as easy as possible for anybody um uh, to work with us because we really really like this we really like this and and as it's if 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 small uh, concerns about but usually we just like ah we're on tour, man. Yeah. It's, it's so cool to be here. Good vibes all around. <laughs> so I don't, I don't, I don't think they're like, yeah. All right. And last one is who's the guy who's always hungry. Who's the guy who always wants to go out and eat. Uh, I would say, I would say the drummer again. <laughs> man, he, uh, like besides, besides being a drummer, he's also a cook. So, uh, uh oh, okay. a chef at, uh, okay. The rest, a uh, rest, not a restaurant, a cafe. Um, uh, and uh, he's fucking he's always hungry but we're all kind of hungry we love food and <laughs> and we also feel kind of grateful that we also have a cook in the band because he's really really amazing uh, at cooking that's awesome so the yeah. drama again I guess so <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> Was it like right. four out of five or <laughs> yeah. yeah you got them all I guess so he's crushing <laughs> Yeah, I guess. Uh, can we get your address? We'll send you guys like a golden teddy bear for winning the uh, the get to know the band bass segment. <laughs> <laughs> Just crushed it. <laughs> like we got to know you, Sebastian. Do, man. Have yeah, a really. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he might send some food back or something like that. Oh, there <laughs> yeah, we go. There we go. <laughs> Directly. Uh, uh, we, we have another segment on the show. Vacuum packed and frozen. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's kind of like the the deals now. That's all the ads I get is those prepack food deals all the time. Actually, I think it, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I think it'd be funny if you just sent a plate of food in a box and just see how destroyed it gets there. It's like, <laughs> oh, it looked like it's just a bomb <laughs> yeah. went off. Thanks. Is that mashed potatoes? I can't tell. <laughs> I, can. oh, <laughs> I can't tell, man. <laughs> appreciate the sentiment. <laughs> anyway, let's try it, man. <laughs> Put it in the micro oven and then just like, let's try this. It might be some Danish uh, Danish speciality or something. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> uh, so we have another segment called the Random Silly Questions segment. It's kind of along the same lines, but we're asking you three random questions. You ready for this? Cool. I'm ready. All right. Question number one. What's the last thing you Googled? Uh, fuck. Uh, I think the last thing I Googled. Can I check it? Sure. Yeah, yeah go ahead. If I had to remember everything <laughs> yeah, I Googled, I, I would go. <laughs> it's something embarrassing. You just hear him wow. type and just type yeah. something else. Oh, I Googled. <laughs> uh, Actually, funny right uh, now, my phone yeah, just went I'll, off. I'll just lie for you, man. <laughs> <laughs> I kept oh, saying you. Google, oh, so my dude. phone kept going off. Oh yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, something something incognito, and I'm incognito too. <laughs> Never going to say to you. I think uh, the last thing I I googled, I was out. Uh, get, I said earlier, I'm I'm getting into like a, a new apartment, so I googled uh, curtains. Like we have a certain like a, a store where you buy like that hardware things for your home you know and i think like i googled that hardware store it's called Yusk. 
um, and we had to buy some curtains. So simple as that. I buy, I, I tapped in Yusk where <laughs> because <laughs> I, I didn't know where it was. Yeah. So something completely, completely normal. What a wholesome answer. It's banal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's it's not funny at all. I could say something. Uh, how how to uh, yeah how to decompose a fucking body or uh, I don't know a, a BC the newest BC rich uh, that could uh, like sting the guy beside you or something like that. No, Jesse had a good simple one as the other that. Day. Curtains where? <laughs> what was mine? I oh. forgot. How to hang a painting or portrait? Oh yeah, no, I just showed how you just show how useful I am. I was like, wait, <laughs> I was like, it's just like, I, I was like, if I don't got a stud, do I just need an anchor? I, I don't know. I just Google it. Let's <laughs> <laughs> really show how useful I am, ladies. I put it on my Tinder profile. What I Google, how to do things. It's like if you date me, uh, how to yeah, do. You ain't getting a guy who's useful. Don't oh, worry. No. <laughs> So good. You can Google anything. <laughs> How to um, fucking breathe, man. <laughs> actually, I think I did that once. Breathing exercises. How do I become Wim Hof? I want to know. Question number two. Would you rather know how or when you'll die? A little dark. Uh, oh, shoot. A tough oh, one. that's a hot. Um, uh, I would, uh, I would say how I died because then I could. But it's 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 funny to go and prepare yourself to die. Um, I would say how, because yeah, then I could maybe prepare myself to do, and then maybe avoid dying actually. Because then I knew what I did wrong, and then I could to, could do something to change it or something, avoid things. If, yeah, there's there's if, always that argument. If, like if you're getting dri driven over, just don't walk <laughs> over a fucking road. Never do that uh, in my life anymore. Like, <laughs> you have to go. You have to pass this road, and I'm like, nope, nope. I know how to die. Nope. I'm not gonna pass this road. See, the best analogy we got was like, if I know, if I found out I was gonna die from a bull in a china shop. I would never go yeah. to a China shop ever again. No. You know, like, or a fast food, never. like, you know, wherever it would be. But then it's like, it could be like that final destination <laughs> kind of shit where it's going to get you some other way somehow. Yeah. Are you going <laughs> to die by a bull in a China shop? Never go into a China shop. You're just walking in a field and a bull in a China <laughs> shop falls out of the sky. And hits you. It's like, who would have thought of exactly. that? <laughs> who would have thought of that? Why was if it's like two <laughs> things with that, though, about finding out how you died? It's like one, if it's embarrassing, like massive pencil accident, like you just fell like jokered yourself <laughs> into it. Like, damn it. Or brain aneurysm, because how do you prepare for that? You're just like, yep. fuck, I never even yeah, see it exactly. coming. Like, fuck, <laughs> Out, like and sitting there uh, and my eyes are like going uh, yeah. and like oh no it's, not, uh, it's coming say goodbye uh. damn it. <laughs> and then just pass up. damn it try to avoid it all the time <laughs> that'd be awesome it's fucking yeah. unbelievable the, the other argument we got was yeah. like if you know when you'll die if, if it's like oh in 20 years yeah. or eight or something it's like Fuck it, I can almost do anything then because I know I won't die. That's a dangerous man. Yeah. Or lady, either one. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> and if you just like, if you just like knew you were like getting a hundred years old or something like that, I would like, 
I don't want to live that long. I would be like a fucking piece of vegetable if I was getting that long. Just sitting <laughs> there like technology holding maybe a fucking will thought. change it in I don't know how many years. Maybe. <laughs> Get a Tesla yeah. and drive you maybe, around the countryside. Maybe I, maybe I, yeah, exactly. Maybe I could live forever. <laughs> or, like sit in a, a in a surrogate uh, body. Uh, yeah. Like uh, the crank uh, the crank thing uh, from from turtles or something like that. You put your, your consciousness into a robot like Westworld. Like the brain in the middle of all. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, Don't last... spoil it. I haven't seen that. Uh, I've only seen two episodes. <laughs> all right. Yep. All right. Last question. Yeah. Uh, have you seen the movie The Hangover? Yes. It's a long time ago, but yes, I have. Good thing right. we asked then. All right. So this question is. If the movie The Hangover was recasted using your band, it was using based, which member would uh, best match the character? So the characters were like, you know, Phil, Stu, Alan, Doug, and Chow. So Phil was like Bradley Cooper. Stu was the guy who lost his tooth, the dentist. Um Alan like uh, yeah, oh, one. shit! That it's so long time ago. I can't even I can't even remember the characters from there. But uh, like uh, the Bradley Cooper guy is is the guy that has things sort out, right? Kind of, yeah. He's, he's like kind of the leader guy, kind yeah. oh, not the leader guy, but like uh, his yeah, he's he's got his things together. I I believe it would be Sven, the guitarist, yeah. And uh, who's the goofy guy? Alan. Like the, the I mean, Zach Galifianakis. Yeah, yeah uh, Zach Alan. Galifianakis. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that might be a mixture of me and the drummer, Sebastian. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sebastian again. Um, who yeah, would be the guy probably. stuck on the roof, Doug? The, the, the friend they're trying to find the whole yeah. time? He gets stuck on the roof. <laughs> Yeah, that would probably be lesser. <laughs> He's the guy <laughs> with the family and like sort of have a normal life. Normal, Moody, the, the, the bass player is also, but I would, I would say less because he's, he's, he's like a family guy. He has got this normal <laughs> life. We all have kind of normal lives uh, yeah. all in all, but uh, you know, when shit hits the van and uh, we get, <laughs> of course we get super drunk together. We do all kinds of shit, but uh, we cool. keep this. Uh, we we mostly uh, keep our shit together. It's <laughs> good to hear. But uh, I I don't think we've experienced anything like it, what happens in in the in the hangover. It's <laughs> especially good. Uh, yeah, in uh, Vegas. Why why did you change members? We left them on a roof for about a day and a half. That was pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we locked him exactly. out. Yeah. yeah, he left. He didn't want to be with us anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no exactly <laughs> like you try it out and actually see how how the band will start falling apart why did you do this to me <laughs> yeah i just oh, we had to follow this uh, uh, <laughs> yeah we'd had to follow this this uh, rule about like the hangover movie and like uh, <laughs> fuck you guys for doing that you're not my friends anymore. <laughs> i will say i would just be upset because my skin would literally just melt off and since i'm the whitest man in, in, in the world like i just Burn be like so bad even <laughs> just overcast i would just burn i'm like help me please help me <laughs> i definitely like take my underwear off and try to like float like a parachute down just like is it gonna work get me off this thing it's like naked man the the like oh no <laughs> <laughs> fucking unbelievable <laughs> 
<laughs> and that concludes yeah. the random silly questions. Um, so yeah. before we let you go, any any updates, anything you want to mention? Um, actually, where's the best place to pick up uh, the album? Where's the best place to support you guys? Um, the best way to support us is uh, by, like pay a visit on to our online store web store uh, store dot based dot com I think uh, and enjoy the beautiful uh, setup and and uh, uh, like uh, the design of of the <laughs> the, the web page. Oh, it's I saw you got Ram on there. Of ours from yeah. Go buy a fucking rum. We have <laughs> stores of rum. <laughs> right. Go really buy cool. rum, and we'll we'll put a sign. We'll uh, put some signatures on. Yeah, yeah. It's actually quite good. Uh, it's 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 uh, made with quality. It's from Venezuela. Uh, we did okay. another rum from uh, from El Salvador, which was like quality, quality, really, really high quality. But uh, it it sold out. Uh, we only made like a hundred of them. Uh, and that ships to the U.S. The Venezuelan. Uh, I think it ships everywhere. Yeah, internationally. Okay. Damn. Sweet. Yeah. What made, well, you guys just love rum. What made you decide to go with like creating your own signature rum and just shipping it out? Uh, we just like uh, we uh, a, a guy took contact to us. He's working at a winery store, and uh, he's worked with the, the band Volbeat, which is also Danish as well. Quite yeah. a big thing as well internationally have made it um and he also did some some rums for them and he contacted us and and uh, uh he just paid us a visit uh, to taste a couple of rums and he was like how are, how do uh, how how about doing some business about uh, about this and they were like that would be so awesome uh, that's awesome that yeah, so we really. paid a visit when we were when we were, were recording the the album uh he just paid a visit and we made like a day or an evening of a rum tasting uh date of it so uh Damn. it's he's a cool guy he knows his fucking rum he knows his spirits it's funny too because um, you usually see beer yeah. uh, you see like slayer has their own wine like motorhead you really don't see rum like a band mm-hmm. having their own rum so it's yeah. kind of peculiar yeah. that was like really awesome yeah, the farthest I think yeah, in the hard exactly. liquor I've seen people is whiskey. I've never seen anything other oh, than whiskey. Motorhead. Yeah, like I think Metallica. No. Too. Yeah, like, yeah, I've never, yeah, I've never seen. And I'm personally, I'm more of a hard liquor guy, and I love my vodka. And actually, hard. I like rum, probably the second most. Mm-hmm. I love my rum, so I'm like, nice. I might buy a case or one eye case. I'm not rich, all right. I might buy a few. <laughs> all right, I don't want to make that no, promise no, no. on the video, all right. <laughs> no, 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 I'll be, I'll be uh, naked I'll on the next. It, man. <laughs> I'll be naked on the next interview. It's like all my clothes are gone. All the rum took all <laughs> yeah, my money. Yeah. I had to sell everything. <laughs> made you do it. I'll be wrapped. Never do flag. business with a Dane. <laughs> <laughs> Never do business with a Dane. Is there, <laughs> a, to it. is there another like item that you guys want to push out? Like Metallica has children books. Um, I think uh, Creator oh. just had a jigsaw puzzle. What's another item uh, that you want to put your name on, but based on? Uh, we're actually in. Uh, as we're talking right now, we also trying to uh, to make a, a, like a turning book. I don't know uh, a, a blueprint for an actual book for for the album. We made a book, oh. like a, a short story book uh, for the other for the second album, Veninum, because it was inspired by uh, uh, by the Dances Inferno, uh, that whole uh, going through hell uh, kind of thing. Yeah. So we That's made awesome. our own. 
we we uh, we have a, a friend, an author friend, who made uh, made this book as well and made an interpretation of it. So we're actually also working on doing a a, a book for for the new for the Nicol Sapiens album and with the same it, guy. Yeah. So um, also want to put push that. What and of course, it? we released our uh, third album yesterday. So purchase that, uh, and it's out everywhere, and it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, books definitely better than my idea. I was gonna say you want to make like your own glue called based paste. But <laughs> I don't know. I thought it'd be cool. Uh, based no. <laughs> based paste. Based paste. You have your own glue. It'd be a uh, weird thing next to your Christmas <laughs> ornament. But uh, hey, if your Christmas ornament breaks, use base paste uh, to put it back together. I don't. Uh, know. I'll just. I'll just. I'll just put you in a. Dude, and a time, man. You're there we go. I may, I print money. That's bad. No, I literally, I print money. I don't make it. <laughs> I'll put my it. money on you, man. <laughs> what a fucking genius that kid is. Let me tell maybe, you. Maybe based pastry. How about pastry? There you go. You know, Danish, pastry. Uh, Danish, pa- Danish pastry. What about pastry? There we go. Now, we're just, this is not I even an interview it. anymore. This is a business yeah. meeting. I like yeah. it. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's a business meeting. How do you want this? You know? <laughs> How how are stucks going, man? (laughs) Not gonna lie, the glue tanked. Pastry though is doing well. People like their pastries, which we're doing good. (laughs) Let's do that with it. I'm in with the concepts. If you do the numbers and the stonks, the stuff. Yeah, (laughs) that's awesome, awesome, man. Well, thank you for doing this, dude. It was a pleasure chatting with you. Best of luck on the record. Pleasure, Sapiens. It dropped. Pick it up, guys. Until next time, man. Have a good one. Yeah, man. Be safe. Thank you. You too, man. Be safe. And uh, yeah, see you on the other side. Take care of yourself. And welcome back to the Metal Teddy Bear Experience podcast right now. Your host, Chris. We got Jesse. What's up? He didn't leave. What's up? How's it going? What do you mean he didn't leave? Well, because we just interviewed Simon. So you're still here. You know, I'm still here. Simon left. From based, I, I also Jesse's left. I was upset. I was upset that Simon left, so I left in solidarity. Jesse's mind is still not with him, though. <laughs> anyway, uh, Necro Sapiens, let's drop that. Century Media came out. Uh, well, yesterday, <laughs> but it's gonna be out for like a while, so we have that. Anyway, <laughs> when you say drop it, can you just have the album fly past the screen going down? <sighs> just phew, just not even even like to see what it is. Just a colorful. <laughs> just, and we dropped that, but you should just salt bay it. Drop. Have an explosion sound. I love those. Actually, when Aram, me and Aram do our theorizer segment on the radio, I have him go, he's like, hello, this is your host, Chris uh, and Rom. And then it just goes, like all those gunfire and shit I put. It's <laughs> Oh, it's so great. It's so epic. He's like, or when he was like, we will talk WandaVision. He's like, just be a lot yeah. and then also just like a lot of space you know you should do edit it just so there's a lot of space of no talking and it just keeps going and it just <laughs> keeps simmering down until there's just like a pistol firing just by itself <laughs> <laughs> and <it> just <laughs> and it reloads it in one more clip and then it goes back and it's like that was 10 minutes ago back into wandavision it's like wow we lost our should... viewers already yeah it's like See, it sucks because those jokes are kind of funny, but like they're just so risky. They basically the risky audience. The, the joke that's not funny and then funny again because you do the joke so much is a very risky move. 
that is. So we interviewed Simon <laughs> from Bane. <laughs> give you that yeah. awkward silence, boys. Yeah, I love it. It's what my life is. <laughs> awkward silence. Just yeah, nope. we just, you know, we had we had some delay <laughs> issues on just this like, one. Is this thing uh, on? Is this thing on? Hello? Oh, let me say it again. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he called all the way in from Denmark, so there was a little bit of a delay. Um, he was using his phone internet, you know, to you know do the interview, so there's a little bit of a delay. Happens to all of us. I know it happens to me. So technology, right? Well, glad we got to talk to him. We got to know about the band. Hope you guys like those new segments we have. Get to know the band. Do you think uh, there's a segment we should start asking, or if there's a question that you want us to ask bands? Hit us up. DM us. Email us. Do whatever it is. Contact us. You know, don't slide to my DMs. Listen, Jesse, your DMs are nasty from your reaction channel. Just a lot of bands want me to react to them. <laughs> I got, I got, I got to look through those again. <laughs> Just like, hey man, we uh, promote a energetic response. I was like, you're not getting reacted to. Don't ever tell me how to, <laughs> unless I read it wrong. But the way I read it, I was like, you tell me how to react to your band. You can get out of my face. <laughs> I was just like. Go to someone else. They don't want negative reaction. I know, but it was just like... Have you ever went to do a reaction and you hated it and you're like, I'm not posting this? Nah, I try not to. There was a few I really hated and I did my best to say in the nicest way possible, I will never listen to this music again. (laughs) It was... I felt so bad. Like, I just like... I don't like to talk shit unless it's like between friends and I like to shit like... Like shit on like each other. You know you're a friend of Jesse's when he relentlessly just shits on you. Yeah, no, you rather be everything you like. You really rather just know me, because I'm such a nice person to you. If like the second I get a little bit comfortable with you, I'll start shitting on everything you know and love. And like this band, I was like, it's it's music. There's sound. Uh, there's people. It's a it's a thing, and I won't go on my playlist. And, Where can people uh, find these reactions, Jesse? Not that one. Uh, so I just did Godra. That was an awesome song. Go check that out on my page. YouTube.com slash C slash Instant One. Yeah, no, I thought it was awesome. I tried some new things on that video. I tried the, not, I guess you call them jump cuts, but I just cut a bunch of the bullshit. Because I do like, if you watch the podcast or listen to it, I like to meander. And uh, sometimes uh, it doesn't lead anywhere. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to cut right to the chase. So I tried to jump cut to the beginning to like cut everything down. I think it came out good. So let me know. I tried a new setup. I, I, I record my vocals to Reaper to try to like EQ it and make it sound better with the, the music. So tried a few cool things, you know, so let me know if you like the changes and I'm going to keep trying to change it. And uh, yeah, keep uploading, keep doing the thing. Hell yeah, yeah man. Uh, Gozira, give me money. I'll put my Venmo there. Give me money. That's all. <laughs> this was it's a scheme to get Venmo money. That's all. <laughs> now, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that Gozira album. Like, um, I mean, I guess we'll ask your opinion, or do you want people to ro- watch your reaction? Yeah, no, it's uh, yeah, no, you could ask. Yeah, I thought it was fantastic. I thought Another World was cool. Uh, I like this one just because, uh, like there was a comment that was like I thought Mario carried it. I disagree because I never listened to Gojira for their crazy technical guitars. Like I listened to Gojira exactly for what that song had, which was like very atmospheric, heavy tone tunes. Just like when it was kicking in, Mario did what Mario does. Everyone did what they did, and they just did it at a higher level of production and just 
they did what they did and it sounded dope. Like, yeah, wasn't too. The thing I actually that was a little different that I liked a lot was the intro, and the intro faked me out because it came in a little bit faster with that little snare roll. I thought it was going to come in with like the snare on three. It came in on like two and four, and it came in a lot faster. And then they saved it when they went back to the little snare uh, build up again, the little weird build yeah. up they did. And then it came in with the snare on three, like the almost like a half breakdown. And I appreciate that. I appreciate little decisions like that that keep the song interesting and keep me guessing. And I didn't really uh, fully know what's going to happen throughout the song. So, yeah, I can't wait. I'm probably going to react to the whole album. I thought maybe because I did that for Dance Gavin Dance. So I'll probably do that for Godra. Fortitude guys drops in April. Yeah. Check it out. And I heard that uh, this album is what do you, I think Joe was talking about how this album kind of is like a combination of magma and um, the infant sausage, which is love on salvage, but I call it the infant sausage. I was about to say, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> or elephant sausage is another one people call it too. But you know uh, yeah, yeah. Th- oh. those are the two albums it compares to. And with this new single, I definitely hear that. I, I, it's really cool. It actually made me go back to the gift of guilt. I know that's not a direct comparison, but it just got, gave me those vibes. And then I went back to the older stuff. I think the song could, I, I still like only pain as an opener live, but I still, this could be an opener or a mid of a mid set song. Yeah. Like when they come back from like tuning their guitars and they like, they have like the snare kind of rolling and then they have everyone walk out slowly. I could definitely see the song being a, a good mid set or beginning of a song a set song i don't know if it's going to overtake only pain though only pain's not the greatest song but i think live it is one of the best intro intro songs of all time any magma song played live is better than the album that's just well yeah opinion. that but I, I specifically only pain like i listened back to it and it's cool but man when put into an opening context it's just like such a fan it's an unreal i can't imagine another song like opening where it's like the only thing I could see maybe flying whales, but it'd be a bummer to have flying whales just be all over already. Yeah, because I, I already I saw that live once where they did flying whales as the intro. It, it kind of sucks when they cut out the intro part for flying whales and they just go straight to the yeah yeah they just because there's that whole build up that kind of makes you it's like you're anticipating you're like, oh shit here it comes oh yeah all right you and go, then once you go comes, stomp right. in the pit yeah like you're just ready for it but. Enough goes zero, guys. Thank you for listening. Remember, my radio show is on Tuesdays, 7 to 10. You can catch it on WMSC 90.3 FM. You find it all there. Me and my boy, Rom. We talk WandaVision. We talk TV shows. I actually have bands on there as well. Like I talked to Wolf Hoffman from Accept. Talked to George Lynch. I talked to Between the Bear and Me, Dora Pesh. I talked to a lot of bands. They're not as long as these. We don't really get that in depth, but it's still fun. It usually runs anywhere from 10 to 20-minute interviews. And then I play you a bunch of new tunes. So if you want to hear what I'm listening to, uh, recommendations, hot stuff, you can hear it there. Basically, every band I have on this podcast, I play on the show. So if you like the bands I've been having, you're going to like the show as well. So remember, that's 7 to 10 on Tuesdays. You can tune in with iHeartRadio or wherever it may be. And we also have the podcast on all streaming platforms as well, which you can find on iHeartRadio as well. Turn on those notifications. Ring the bell, smash like buttons, follow us wherever it may be, and comment as well. Let us know who you want on and what you like. Absolutely. Yeah, do all that stuff. You know, you use YouTube, you use social media. If you like us, do something about it. Do it. Hit the bell. And then also, something I feel like we always, you know, very much so. I know it's a hard ass to watch an hour-long plus video of us. 
We are on, yeah, like you said, remember, we are on Google. We are on Spotify. We're on all those things. I try to, you know, I figured out on my YouTube videos, like how to uh, put these clips and stuff on my YouTube videos. But yeah, like I, 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 I uh, what do you call it? I put the links to Spotify and stuff because just to let you know, I, I used to, when I actually went to work, you know, I used to listen to long, hour long podcasts. So remember, check your podcast apps. Very much so. We're there. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Thank you don't you have guys. to look at our fucking goofy ass faces for an hour. You could listen to it. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's the same audio, so you're not missing anything. Just the video has a little more. Like I put the album art and stuff. Oh yeah, it's gotta... fantastic editor. So there is that. But Thank just you. in case you don't want to sit, because I know my mind wanders. We're everywhere. We're everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. All right, guys. Until next time. Keep it real.